And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 335 with Mr. No Green Rocks. This is going to be his second appearance on the show. And I recommend anybody, when you see the second or third appearances of any of the guests, if you ever want origin stories or how they ever got to where they are at currently when I, I have them on the show, again, go and watch the original appearances of them on the show that way you can obviously binge their first appearance you're like oh i'm not just jumping in when he's like all famous and stuff where's his origin did he like have a good did he have a a bad life where he was fighting off gang members and back alleyways to defend like his little sister you know well uh he's back here for a second appearance because i was like you know what i haven't I've talked to him in a while so last time you were on i think it was the new year's eve stream i think you were on actually and then it before, may be, but yeah. I've been on other streams with you between that, no? I think, yeah, so you were on your original first appearance, which was one of the Saturday shows, then you had a one-on-one, and then it, you were on the New Year's Eve one, You and then you were on the one with Anna, and now, yeah, it's the fifth one, yeah, so we're, we, we we made it at the end of the day. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, I am nowhere near famous, just a heads up, <laughs> I don't go fight gangsters in streets anymore, you anymore. know, I'm just saying because <laughs> you know what's interesting dude is when you see all this stuff happening i i'm the guy where i do want things to be successful because i do think success does breed confidence in the industry success breeds like fans being happy but if you're looking at just how things have been when it comes to like movies and stuff like people don't even know if their movies are going to even make money anymore let alone breaking even we just checked the numbers for Aquaman 2 because, like, I knew it was going to flop anyway. Aquaman 2's budget, I'm pretty sure you remember, had, like, $200 million budget attached to it, but, you know, had all those delays and the marketing. The movie took in, like, 440 something million dollars, essentially massively flopping. Like, now, you can't even hope if your movie, like, gets people to even go and watch it anymore. Like, I don't know how it got that bad, actually. Because well, you know, they killed all the hype for them. Hmm. Could be. They, yeah. they they just destroyed all the hype and you know they crapped on the original fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean it's it's the way everything's going, which is why I think it's so important for us to rise up and create our own stuff. I mean, look at what the Epiverse is doing. You got Ripperverse, you I mean, you got people out there who are trying to make the content that we think is lacking. Obviously, they don't have the budget that uh the big companies do, but I think I think the pendulum is swinging. I think it's swinging slowly, than, uh, slower than I'd like, but I do think it's it's starting to come back a little. Yeah, it's always generally swinging. And like now at this point, I was thinking when I, I went to H&R Block to do my taxes earlier, like instead of people trying to build parallel economy to a certain extent, why not just have your own economy? You know, you employ the people. Whatever thing you're trying to do, you employ people, you create the business, you get it going. You know, I think it has to go back into the people's hands, like you mentioned earlier, right there, because it can never get better than because these guys, because just hope, hopefully, relying on them making things better again, like they used to, just that's not going to happen anymore. There's the people that back in the day that were working for these companies legitimately aren't there anymore in those positions of power. They've moved on, they've either retired, they're either like not in the business anymore. 
now you have all these new people like, you know, with DEI and all that other BlackRock bullshit, talking about inclusion and diversity. It's like I told people, it's never going to go back to that because the people that made it good initially aren't there. And the people that were there have now been bought into this like corporate debt spiral, human centipede style now where, hey, I don't even know if I believe in this, but I have to because, you know, it pays the bills. And if I don't, I'll be on the street homeless in L.A., which is definitely not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be in the streets homeless anywhere, it's going to be in a good uh, a place where the sun always shines. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of oh. freezing your ass off in the middle of nowhere. But, you know, I can make better things on my phone than what I see Hollywood is doing. So, mm. you know, it's I, I think we all need to cultivate the skills that we, we think are, you know, that can change. Mm -hmm. uh what's happening you know i i see you know with eric july for example he's mm -hmm. hiring people within the community and i think uh that's the way to go about it you know because without the community you really wouldn't exist because i think the other issue brings it up too which is <clears throat> what do you think all also could exist in the space beside what we already have you know, I think a lot it can do that, and you know, uh, unfortunately, I've been uh, uh, I've been in a really tight space lately, so I've been working a lot overtime. But that doesn't mean I've stopped trying to figure out what we need. And I honestly, I think we need more content to be able uh, to not only be within our own community, but also to the outside community as well. Because I think a lot of outsiders now, a lot of normies, are realizing what's going on, and, mm -hmm. and I think we need to have more content that's kind of bringing more normies in. Yeah. Uh, I've been seeing people doing that. I've been seeing people leveling up the content. Uh, for example, uh, you have Wookie B-Bad, uh, who I've been working with behind the scenes to kind of give him tips and tricks uh, for the editing, and he's been doing a great job for that. And I, mm -hmm. I think uh, the more, uh, I guess you could say, culture war is, is going on, <laughs> I think the more people are going to start paying attention to what we do. And for me, you know, I focus on the community. That's all that really matters to me. Mm -hmm. uh, they give me the ideas and I make the ideas a reality. And that's pretty much what I love doing. So if I can make that community bigger, that only means I get more ideas. And, you know, it's, it's a more of a cycle. Uh, I think we need to make content for everybody. Um, at the end of the day, I think we need to have engaging, interesting content. And I think uh, when you were on last time, you mentioned that there needs to be a lot more like evergreen content. And I was thinking about that earlier today mm -hmm. to myself. I think a lot of people fall into a trap of making content for the right then, right now moment, which is literally how the system is. The system literally mostly resolves around, let's say we hear about an information on any like topic that we're super like fans of. They implore you, you make a video right then and there about it, edit it, get it out instantly, get the instant views, instant clicks. But then, you know, those videos are only good for like, what, one or two days? Essentially? Yeah, I, it's only as good as as long as it's trending. Yeah. So yeah, I would uh -huh. say maybe about two weeks because, right, you have about a week that our entire community is talking about it. And then the mainstream gets a hold of it the next week. Mm -hmm. And then you can check your analytics and see how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if if you can make evergreen content 
Uh, I think it would go a, a lot farther, but make it for some people want to see. You know, you have a lot of people in this community who've been being YouTubers for a very long time. And a lot of them keep saying, like, make content for your viewers. Like, you can make some of your projects. That's not a problem. But make them in between the things that you know that the the community wants to see or your viewers want to see. Like, that's the thing. That's what I've always kind of had an issue with how do you balance between being entertaining getting content out fast enough then also making good enough content for like for being evergreen maybe some days you have those videos come out versus also like having videos where you can just get like some people call them i remember some person quoted them as like mcdonald's videos you get your mcdonald's you know it's not really good it's not really great but it satisfies you in that moment you know if you want to if you want to put in the food category like that so what let's say twice a week you eat out right twice a week you go to to mcdonald's and you know once twice a week you cook for yourself like think about it that way stagnate the the videos between each other so make couple of McDonald's videos and then make home cooked videos. Uh, but like you, you still need to stay true to yourself. So make sure you don't lose yourself in the process. So don't, don't make videos on things you're not passionate about. Cause I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are passionate about a lot of things, you know, make a few things that you're passionate about. That's relevant to what's going on. And right. Then do your mm-hmm. own kind of, you know what, this is this is my video. If if mm-hmm. you know, and that way people kind of also get to see your personality in between the other videos. Uh I'm not one to talk, uh, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, just because I don't have the time to you know, make videos. That's why I tend to help out others in the community when they're like, Hey man, how do you do this? Or hey, can you check out my you know my project before I put it out? I say, Yeah, you might want to do this, 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 or that, and then they take that and then they put it in their other videos. I've become uh, an educator of some sort, but uh, not a not a big big deal. I just know editing really really well now on CapCut, and I'm like a whiz kid. For uh, editing, I wanted to go get better at. Um, I think jump cuts was something I wanted to get better at. I have VSDC Pro. I'm pretty sure I can learn how to do it in there. It's just learning certain editing tricks for certain evergreen videos makes them pop more. Like you being able to like splice in just your audio voiceover in a part versus like them seeing your face. That's like simple. You can, over, yeah. you can overlay. So for example, a very easy way to do it is to just make your entire video of a talking head. You're talking to the screen, right? Mm-hmm. And then get different assets or different things that you're talking about and then overlay them over your video. That's It's really simple in that right. manner. And you could be lazy with it. You don't have to put text or anything like that. Right. You know, sure. if you want, I, I say, if you want to, if you want people to watch your videos, uh, make sure they're at least a little better or more well-produced than the other people who have already put out 50 videos on the same subject. Mm, right. Yeah. I think um, that's been a thing that no one really understands is like, if you yourself make the same video as everybody else, but you yourself are more like direct in what you're talking about 
and you're straight to the point and you can kind of balance out both sides of the conversation. Because I think the biggest problem with a lot of other smaller people is they don't know how to balance out the discussion of what they're talking about properly. So this is something I, I started with a long time ago when I first started. Well, I was just so keen in on how I thought about it that I never in my conversation in my head brought up, well, this is how other people might think about it. And other people, when they hear videos like that, want to see like the creator kind of balance out what is your thoughts versus like what the general consensus might be because it shows that you're not you're not just all in your own brain thinking about a subject because like that would directly imply you're only thinking about it one way and it's like well that just it's not gonna be applicable to a lot of people and i think when when, when you're a smaller person i think a lot of people focus too much on like perceived quality and i think that's so cringe actually dude my, but, but like i've gotten this advice and from a lot of people and you know the big youtubers say the same thing just start man your first videos are going to be absolute crap don't yeah, worry right, about it sure. learn mm -hmm. learn from them and just keep moving forward keep moving on uh oh just like a really big thing always make sure your sound is not bad if your sound yes. is bad, nobody will yeah. pay attention. That is like yes. the one, like the one thing. If you want to start off with something, do a video, do a talking head video. Make mm -hmm. sure your sound's good, and then be like, okay, I did this video, I put it out. What can I do to improve it next time? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? I might want to add a, a poster of what I'm talking about. Okay, so you add the poster and then move on. Just right. mm -hmm. keep. Uh, what do they call it? Um, sk uh, skill stacking. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I've done. <laughs> my my biggest problems were always like, hey, I did a video, but I forgot to bring up that crucial point that I wanted to bring up. So I would rehearse in my head the three main focal points I wanted to have in the video from like intro. I wanted to intro like this and my three main points I wanted to bring up and then get to the topic. But obviously the three points, you get to them very fast, get them directly concise to the point. So I kept rehearsing it in my brain. And I was like, okay, now I have the style of video that I know I'm making. Because a lot of people, they just kind of just do it off their head. Some people are very good at it. I mean, you, you can definitely are, do that. Yeah. You have people like Nerd Roddick who make bullet points yeah. for things he specifically 100% wants to cover. And then everything else is yeah. off the cuff. You don't yeah. have to make a script. Because I know scripts take you know a long time. I'm yeah. not good at scripts. I don't, yeah, you're most right, yeah. of my stuff is just off the cuff. When I feel passionate about something... I'll make a video on it. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm not good at putting my thoughts down on paper. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you can do, if, if you want to, if you, on YouTube right now, faceless videos mm -hmm. are very, very popular. So what you can yeah. do is do a faceless video, create like an, a simple avatar for yourself, get a green screen mouth movement, you put the green screen mouth movement over the avatar, and just talk to the camera. And, you know, you can record it like this, separate the audio, and just do it's it that It's crazy you bring that up. Whenever I did videos of just my, my other channel before I got liberaled out of the way by YouTube standards, um, my most popular videos, the ones that were gaining a lot of traction before I lost it, were the ones where I literally just did a moving background, images, and it's just audio. So for, there is some weird reason out there. People just don't want to even see what you look like. They just want to hear what you have to say and that's it it's just okay i think that's why vtubers are because so, they're going for yeah. the brain right they're going yeah. for the, the 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 ideas not so much you know how you look mm -hmm. because that's vtubers are 
very big. I would never be a VTuber because I think it's really cringe, but it's very big. It's, thing, it's not actually. my style. Even if I had the opportunity, yeah. I wouldn't do it. I am working on, on a few things right now for, for faceless videos, uh, especially because I am going to Vegas, and most of the time I will most likely be masked yes. off. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, like I, I want to start making a, a lot more videos and it's very difficult, right? Cause you know, a lot of us have full-time jobs and we're exhausted at the end of the day and we look like dog shit. Mm -hmm. So if you, sorry, mate, can I curse? I apologize. you man. So like, it, you know, we don't look great. We don't feel great, but if mm -hmm. you just use the audio portion, you'll do fine. And you have the little avatar moving and talking. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Set up the asset beforehand. So you already got 20% of the work done. Oh, and another thing that I'm going to try and work on and be a lot better at is when we're doing like podcasts, having people on where obviously my situation, since I value, everyone knows I value audio over everything. I told people, if your audio is straight shit, we are canning that episode. Because I, I much, out, yeah. yeah, all the time. People, people, people get mad at me about that. And I told people, man, no one wants to be that guy. I, you know, I, I got to always be that guy because I'd rather someone's first interpretation of a new product we're putting out, like a new video, you getting the best thing all the time. There, there should be no video where you're not getting at least the basics, right, of decent audio. That, like, I feel like at a certain point when you grow as a creator, there are certain things that you just have to be baseline good at. And the audience, though, I think the people that you'll initially gain are willing to sit there and let you grow. But at a certain point, you shouldn't be growing anymore in certain aspects. They should be just already good. You should be already good to go on certain things. Like you, I, I shouldn't ever watch a video of yours and be like audio issues that that should be fixed. You oh know? yeah. I, I actually stopped for a while making proper videos because my audio was just horrible now. And, and that's why I kind of advocate for the program I use for editing. Uh, hmm. The CapCut program is because they have uh, a feature on there that automatically fixes the audio and everything like that, which is, Fantastic. The CapCut itself is is for newbie editors, but it makes it easier for you to transfer to others if you want. But it's quickly becoming a very popular uh, way to do things. It has like effects. It's it's fantastic. I'm like I'm so good at it. It's disgusting. Hmm. Oh, another another thing that I could offer new people is I Iron has this problem too. He mentioned it on stream, so it's obviously not like a fucking secret. He says he gets a little nervous when he does like solo videos. Oh yeah, I, do some push-ups. Do push-ups beforehand. Yeah, get your, get your adrenaline yeah. pumping, and then do the video. Like I used mm -hmm. to be a tour guide, so mm -hmm. I understand how nerve-wracking it can be. But if you're looking, hey, hey master, master, yes. what's up, man? He's been absolutely killing it, man. I I was actually talking to people at work about your video. I uh, hope they checked it out, man. You know, master. Uh, if you ever uh want to come on the show and have a one-on-one -on -one eventually, I would, you know. Love to have you on. We follow each other. We may make it happen. But yeah, man, you've been doing a lot of good work, man. Uh, keep up the great work, man. Uh, I'll be seeing him in Vegas. I'm very excited. Well, um, I'm going to Vegas too. But yeah, look, before we get back to the content stuff, you are going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas. So we'll literally see each other in real life. Uh, oh, yeah. If it's you happen to, I, I imagine if you are like some there. big, giant Jewish guy that's going to be beating us up, like you look like fucking Ryu from Street Fighter. Yeah, just don't uh, pick a fight with I'm the guy. I'm not Brendan Fraser. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like if you see me in Vegas, come, you know, we're, we're have pictures, have fun, you know, please don't get me too drunk. I want to be able to hang out with everybody. I beg of you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be there. It's gonna be my first time going to meet up. And uh, it's gonna be my first time hanging out with people I call friends. So except for uh, uh, 
the master of TDS. I hung out with him once. He was actually the first person I ever met when it comes to the streaming world in person. So I'm very excited to see you again, mate. Uh, thank you. But this is about you right now. I'm not here for me. I'm here to show support. Oh, uh, <laughs> freaking good Lord. See, Car Cartman was so wrong. Jews are good people. <laughs> we had, remember how we were, uh, Neither of us are in Hollywood, so I mean it may be a bad metric. Hey, now my my thing is on stream is like um I watch Ben Shapiro, so I'm Jewish now. <laughs> God, Ben <laughs> Shapiro annoys the shit out of me, man. <laughs> I I oh. had a I have a, a best friend who was actually his teacher in school. Oh lord. That, that that kid used to get bullied relentlessly. It was it was horrible. Oh god. And now he's the number one rapper in America out. He outed all the black people. Imagine nowadays. I've never rap rolled is my so eyes bad. as hard as I just did. Fucking Dude, just, just, just fact that in was watching this, a Jewish guy who does a podcast and has a conservative leaning platform, so to speak, from everyone he works with, became the number one rapper in America. Overall, hey, you know, a mad respect for his grift. It's not the way I want to do things, but, you know, mad respect for his grift, dude. You know, if he's he out there spitting bars, I respect it. I guess. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I prefer to kind of change the culture from within rather than just <laughs> whine about it. Oh, oh my god. Well, the other thing when it comes to content creation, like I told Iron, is um, if you can't initially do it by yourself, do it with someone else. Just yeah, I mean, day, like listen, do a podcast. People just, one on one, yeah. like right, you and I, we don't have to be recording this live. We can record this in the background, and yeah. we can watch something or talk about something, and you can edit it that way. And you, you slowly but surely, it'll happen. I I did a video the other day for Nerdrotic, um, mm. because I was I was really excited, and uh, I, I geek when when I'm excited, I get goofy. It's just who I am. Uh, anybody who knows me knows this and i was out of breath within the first five minutes just because i was so excited just mm -hmm. remember you're talking to the camera but you're talking to me you're talking mm -hmm. to msk right. imagine the camera is a friend of yours and just deal with it that way it, it's nerve-wracking for sure but the more you do it the better you'll get I used to tour like 50 people at a time, so I don't really have a problem talking I to never, people. I, I never had that. I would literally just get the fucking camera and record. I got better at doing it over the years because I was always so in love with what I was talking about. I could just go on for hours and hours, but I, but I realized that people just don't like mindless ranting like that or just – if you're gonna yeah, get do the, it, it has to yeah, yeah get to the point is kind of like where I get like my time is valuable. Yeah. So if you mm -hmm. make a video and it just wastes my time, uh, right? I'm mm -hmm. I'm gone. Creating it, you know. Um, imagine you're creating a video for yourself. You want something mm -hmm. of value in that video. You could rant on for 45 minutes, but how long realistically are people going to be sitting there for 45 minutes just listening? Yeah, to yeah. Rant? Because that's the thing you mentioned with Nerdrotic is Nerdrotic and like Jeremy and the other people that you like, I like too. They're so popular and big. All the stuff you just mentioned there, if, we, if you're that big, it doesn't matter. So no, 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 no. when they see your video, they're going to watch it from start to finish. That's it. No, we're that's talking just, about yeah. smaller YouTubers. Yeah. When you yeah. have a fan base at that level, when you rant, it's more like throwing <laughs> uh, wood on the fire for them. It's like, oh, yeah. 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 And, and you just keep going. <laughs> It's, yeah, you know they know they know how they've been in this a lot longer than you know most of us, and they know how mm -hmm. to work everything. They have a lot more experience. So what you know what I recommend is like 
when you watch them, watch them and, you know, enjoy the content, but watch how they do things. Take it as an educational course. Be like, okay, you know, that's what I want to do. That's what I don't want to do. It's all Mm -hmm. about improving your, it's all about skill stacking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I think some people got to realize for you to get to that point that like you mentioned with those bigger guys, you've been putting in a lot of work though. Like to get to the point where someone's going to watch everything you do from start to finish. Well, yeah, you're going to make a lot of money, but to the, you got to be putting in a lot of work for that. You know, you know how exhausted these people are at the end of the day. Like I know Nerdronic takes naps like throughout the day. Like, like I get it, dude. Like I, I mean, I'm not a full-time creator. Hopefully one day I will be, whether it's because I'm talking about pop culture or or I'm Mm. actually, you know, teaching people how to do the things they want to do. That's why I like the editing just because like you can literally do anything you want to do. Mm -hmm. So like get your butt on the, uh, you know, get your butt in the ball, get started. Mm-hmm. And you can create things that you possibly you you could never possibly like a year ago, two years ago, there was no way I ever thought I'd be doing this. Master of TDS says, unfortunately, I have to head out, but wanted to stop in and say hello when I had the opportunity. Enjoy the rest of your stream. Yes, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Have a good night, man. Have a good night, dude. Hold, have a good time. You didn't hear this from me, but he isn't as bad in person. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, another it's a thing. good thing I'm wearing a mask, man. <laughs> The other thing I wanted to bring up, some of you mentioned a second ago, was um, the whole perceived quality thing. That That's what a lot of smaller people just keep not understanding is perceived quality is such a, a cringe thing to bring up. So, like, let's say a smaller creator thinks they're going to take time putting out a video and they perceive it to be quality. That's what I always tell people. doesn't matter what you perceive as quality. The audience and whoever that's going to view it, it will dictate what quality is you to them You never know you. what's going to hit. Honestly, at the end of the day, yeah. it could be the most well-produced, you know, you put in everything, you put in a hundred yeah. hours of work and then you put out a video, for example, Nerd Roddick put out a video where he was in the mm-hmm. middle of a hotel and blew up. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like I've put out memes that I spent 45 to an hour on. And then I put out one meme where it's like, Oh, uh, Ray Skywalker is getting her ass kicked. And then everybody is like, dude, this blew up. So like, you never really know, but I, I still recommend to, you know, don't be lazy, but like put in the work, baby steps. Remember, it's all you. Everything that you do should lead to the next project. You know, when somebody asks me like, "What's my favorite meme I've made?" Oh yeah, I'll be like my my last one and my next one because mm-hmm. that literally is how it is. It's you know, just enjoy everything that you do, and hopefully, other people will enjoy it at the end of the day. Mm. Another thing is, I think uh, if someone generally wants to get a little bit more traction on, on anything that they're doing, I'm not saying this can work for everybody. It's something that I tried to re- replicate a, it's a little bit. I took advice from a lot of people. The bigger people you watch, try and see what they do that you could somewhat mimic. Not obviously copy the style. No, one, one never. One. You know, it, it's never about copying somebody. You can copy, like you can copy something and then make it your own. You know, right. it, mm-hmm. you put your own personality, your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's if they want to watch that person's content, they'll go watch the other person. That's true. So they're watching yeah. you for your content. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people never really seem to understand it. A bigger person is not going to tolerate a lot of things that you would tolerate a smaller person because it just comes with experience of time. You know, there's things that work and things that don't work like. What I've noticed when it comes to like a, a lot of smaller people is they keep saying, oh, well, well, this person would have did this and this person would have did that. It's like, well, 
you can know someone did something in the end result of it, but not know the thought process behind the result. Like a lot of people think they have the idea of what someone did versus like what really went on in that person's head to make them do the decision, you know? And we all have our own experiences and we all have our own way of thinking. So, you know, somebody could be doing something and be like, well, I thought of that. Okay. So why didn't you do it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's all the time. Yeah, and, you always and, hear that. Don't yeah, get yeah, salty true. about that shit either. <laughs> Never get salty about it. Like if if you don't get the attention you want, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. get better to the point where people give you that attention. Mm-hmm. You know, don't like, don't sit in your own misery. You know, keep yeah. improving and keep growing, and so and, and you'll yeah. get to that point. I can't that's guarantee what, anything, but it. It's yeah, that's the thing. Been people, proven over the years, dude. I've been doing this for so long. People always ask me, "Well, how do how do you get to the point you got at?" Even though I had to restart, it's like you just gotta keep doing it. Like that's the thing, though. If you love something that much, you'll want to keep doing it. That's why people w- won't take certain jobs because they want to do their dream job because they love it so much. They want to make sure that is their dream job. It's like if you love all this stuff, like movies, television, all the stuff that we do. You just will naturally want to do it because you love it that much, though. Time doesn't. Time and money shouldn't even matter to you. You're doing it because you love it. Uh, it's, you know? Listen, time and money is great, guys. Remember yeah. that. It is good. It is good. Mm-hmm. But no, I get what you're saying. Like, I work a full-time job and... What? Um, you work? I'm yeah. black. I don't work. I take <laughs> government handouts. I'm an uh, illegal. I, I'm still waiting on my Rothschilds <laughs> check, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I work full-time and yeah. my passion kind of, like, it oozes out of everything that I do. I, you know, if I'm good at making memes here, I'm good at making memes for work related. They see the passion and they mm-hmm. see the joy. I was able to get the vacation for uh, the FNT meetup, even though it's a blackout period mm-hmm. because they know how passionate I am about it. And I work my ass off. I've been working overtime for like weeks and I'm going to work mm-hmm. overtime for, you know, always give as much as you can to both your passion and your job because your job is going to feed your passion and vice versa. Yeah. Like I think that's the thing is people need to understand that there's a balance when it comes to things. So like, you know, I, I have some guys on here that have families and stuff like that. I'll tell them, Hey, when your kids are asleep, you might be tired, but make a make in that time frame within a couple hours before you go to bed, make like two videos, put them out Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Friday, whatever you day, days you pick in time. That way you build consistency. Now your viewers understand. You have a family. You work a lot. I'm only going to be putting out videos these two days. They expect videos those two days. Just start that. A lot of people, when it comes to smaller creators, because they know it's so volatile that you might quit, you got to build up some level of trust. The reason why the bigger people have more just viewers in general is because there's trust there. I know the person's going to deliver a video at some point during the day. I can watch that person. Smaller people get into this thing of like, well, you know, I'm, I'm quitting because my wife cheated on my my wife cheated on me with my brother i saw his cock when i walked in the door you know she stole my dog like fuck no one really cares about that stuff you know like, yeah i'll be honest sympathy. like i don't I talk about for the, you. The, the, like yeah. the stress behind my life i use it yeah. as fuel for this kind of stuff and working hard and learning more and more i i it's not anybody's uh, like no offense to everybody who wants to know me, but it's not anybody's business what I, I'm going through and what I'm doubting yeah. and what like I, told I use that too. to fuel yeah. myself. Because yeah. like the the thing is, I've always lived by this. Even if I were to let's say let's say you did tell me 
I can't make it better. Yeah, I can't nobody literally can do fix jack it. Shit about it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like I and I would want to make it better for you, man. If I could be Superman for you and fix your whole life, I'd do it. But the problem is, we can't. So, like, telling it to you guys is like, well, not only did you tell people your private business that they literally don't need to know, people do know that when you tell people that stuff, they can literally use it against you in certain situations. That's a it's big like, problem. I, that's yeah. a big problem I have. I have I have some severe trust issues when it comes to mm. that. And it's not because people are have those situations in, in real life, though. Like, I just, like, I'm pretty sure you've had this in, had that in real life. I told people private if stuff. If you've ever in real dated life, yeah. a girl and had yeah. an ex, you've yeah. had it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, it's just not the place where like, people always ask me like, oh, this is a, a personality trait that I adopted from one of the famous esports players, Faker in League of Legends, like the Michael Jordan of esports. He doesn't talk about his personal life and it's not emotional because it's not the place for that, you know? Yeah, you can get happy, like emotionally you can get happy and sad and all that stuff, but it's like, you you don't you will never hear about my personal life. Attachment, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't need to hear about this stuff. It's just not important. Like, we're not here for that. I'm here to entertain you. I'm here to make you happy. I can't make you happy if I'm not happy. Like, what the fuck? You know? I mean, you know, when I make the things that I make, a lot of times I'm sitting there so focused on what I'm mm -hmm. doing. I'm not thinking positive, negative. I'm thinking of the thing I'm making, and that mm -hmm. is it. And I'm detached at that moment. If the only thing I'm attached to is if the person I have made it for likes it. That is, that's the only thing I care about. If they don't like it, oh, well, next time. But if they like it and then everybody else likes it, that's great too. It's like, you know. You can have a piece of pie, but you could also have a piece of pie with, you know, whipped cream and, and whatever else on top. You'll still enjoy the pie. Mm -hmm. And the other thing to bring up with people is people always talk about like views and stuff. And they're like, oh, but this video only got like 30 views, 10 views. No, yeah, I have to build this for. I used to be very view orientated, very, very view dedicated. I, I thought to myself, why does it matter? If I enjoyed talking about that subject and I enjoyed doing the video, that's all that matters. Like I said before, it's a flip of the coin. Some videos perform very well. Some videos don't. Some, some videos perform very well when you put in more effort into them. Some perform when you perform less into them. Actually, it's more of a case if you do less, it performs more. But I don't know how that ever works, but it just does. The video you probably do off your phone will do more video will, will do more views better than the one you do on your computer. Crazy yeah, world uh, we live uh, in. Most of my stuff is on, uh, is on Twitter. <laughs> most of my stuff is on Twitter. So, like, I get more views mm -hmm. on Twitter than I do anywhere else. But I do have to say, we do have very consistent viewers on the Legion of Memers, mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful for that. And I actually look at the analytics to see uh, what people like and what people don't like or what's good. And if I can, if I can level, like, it's all about grinding. You know, everybody plays video games nowadays, right? Like, you'll see, like, what tricks work, what, what tricks don't. It's not about tricking. It's about giving people kind of what they want. You know, as, you know, going back to the evergreen stuff, like you can make some projects like that and then make other projects that you want to make and, you know, balance it out because there's no way you're going to grow as a creator if you don't push your own boundaries every now and then. That's, that's the thing is people, you got to, you have to upload videos somewhat consistently about something that you love, because if you upload a video once a month, you aren't growing at all. Unless you literally put out something so well done, you you just captivate people. Like uh, Always Nerdy is a guy that I watch for like retro game reviews. If you're putting out videos like that, yeah, oh, okay, you will have guaranteed people every time. But unless you're doing that, it doesn't matter. And if you would literally have to be putting out a video so well done, and with an attractive thumbnail on it, it'll make people watch a video. A lot of people go like, well, I've only uploaded like like once this month. That's, oh, oh you just put your okay, own foot okay. in your own if, mouth. No, if you upload once a month, that is okay. Because people know once a month, I come in at this time. 
-hmm. and it's always going to be there. So when you put out 12 videos a month, people know that's what they're going to get. You know, it's okay. You don't have to, you know, kill yourself doing it. You can make one well-produced video a month Mm -hmm. and make it, you know, 20, you know, 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah, it's true. It happens. Yeah. And that that video, if, if people are hearing your cat, seeing your cat in the background and seeing your wife getting pounded out by a Tyrone warrior, uh, <laughs> might be uh might be time to see a, a marriage therapist actually. <laughs> but but you know, at the end of the day, you just you, you got to do it, and you got to find a schedule that works for you. And uh, you can work on projects like the the project I'm planning for the FNT meetup is going to be my personal best produced project I will probably have ever made. I'm going to push every boundary I have, use every trick I've learned up to now. Some I've yeah, shown people, some, some I haven't. I'm going to give it everything I got. Why? Because the meetup and the people at the meetup are important to me, and I want to do it, which I hope the community will will, will enjoy. But if they don't, I will still sit back, have a scotch, and be like, you know what? I still, I, I put in everything, and I'm really, I really hope people enjoy it. We'll see what happens, but you know, hopefully yeah, they do. I have a few ideas for it, and I, I hope it's going to work out. You know, I haven't told people these ideas yet because I, I, these are ideas I've tried to do in the past, but I've learned how to do them way better now. It's oh, these are going to be just absolute bangers. I will do a vlog of it. Or that that will happen, but there's going to be a little bit more there. I'm going to make sure my phone's charged. I'm going to have a, di- a different phone by then. It'll, oh, dude, I got phone. one of the you know the car battery jumpers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm using that as a as an extra battery source. <laughs> you have a GoPro? My friend has uh, a GoPro. No, actually. I bought a camera. I'm I'm hoping to save up enough so I can get a new phone because this one has a crack. Well, my screen's cracked actually, and uh, well, uh, my like audio jack inside, is messed up so. too. My audio jack and my screen is messed up. So when I get my taxes back, I'm getting a new phone. I don't care. I'm just getting a new one. But like, I'm still going to use this for camera work because the front camera mm-hmm. does, work, but the back camera will work fine. So, you know, I'm going to go there. I'm I'm thinking maybe perhaps do like a group project where it's everybody sends the footage to each other and then everybody makes yeah. their own edit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's impossible to get everybody to do everything. So we'll, we'll see how that works out. Because it's, it's really hard to just do all of this stuff. Just in general, you have you have your own personal life. I don't know if you have kids, but you have family, maybe of some sort. You know, uh, I have family that I'm taking care of, but they're not with me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's you're balancing out work, family, coming home, doing this, managing other people to a certain extent, and then putting out stuff. It's just a lot. A lot, a lot of people just don't understand. Even if you get to the point that you would say we're like, yeah, it's just that's hard. That's a lot. It's a lot of work and time just in general. In that, a lot of people don't even get to that point. A lot of people put out like. Three videos, what? And they quit. They're like, oh, there's no nothing here. You know, I'm done. Man, if I had the downtime, I'd put out a video every day. I but, wish. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just don't burn yourself out, people. You know, give yourself. You know, okay, I'm gonna put out video once a week. Okay, I don't have this, so let's do it once every two weeks. Just yeah. you know, figure yeah. out something that works for you. Do it slowly. Get into it. Get in your rhythm, and you know, you'll be making videos. You know a couple times a week you know at the end of the day it's just it's all baby steps people need to remember nobody started famous all of a sudden everybody worked their tail off to get to where they are and right now it's great you know you could be like that's how i want to be but remember 
there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes that happened before they got to this point. Hmm. Also, another thing uh, I see a lot of smaller people do is they uh, keep somewhat kind of looking at what their other fellow colleagues are doing, like in their own spaces, and they're mm. kind of measuring what they could be doing to them. And it's like, no, 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 you, you are, yes, you are essentially in competition with them, but like, I don't, I would say, don't, you shouldn't be caring what they're really doing, though, you know? No, I mean, you should be caring what they're doing, but you should be caring to the point of, of being like, oh, that's really cool. I want to go learn how to do that. I might just use that for my video. You should use them as healthy rivalry and healthy oh, competition, yeah, right. you know, mm -hmm. not not getting salty when somebody gets more followers than you or more views than you yes. or more subscribers. You know, enjoy their success. We'll enjoy your success. You know, this, from what I've seen and what I've experienced in this community, it's all about bringing each other up. Not false bringing each other up. Not, you know, just kissing people's asses. Yes. You know, if you like it, go like there's content that's not made for me. I still enjoy the people, but like the content's just not something that's made for me. But I still support them and still encourage them in everything they do because I know mm -hmm. the work that's being put into it. Yeah, I was one of those guys where I mean, initially I started out like that. I was like, man, this guy's be so much bigger. I'm man, fuck that guy, man. I'm like, like, like some like weird Vegeta mindset. Oh my god, he's a Super Saiyan. I'm not type of thing. But the more I got a bit older, I was like, you know what? I'm happy that that person got successful as it did. I don't know whatever they put in, but well, Vegeta's mindset isn't bad. But like, I think his mindset in Super is probably the <laughs> one you want to go for, right? Yeah, want to yeah. be like. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he got there. Well, I'm going to get there my own way and I'm going to do it and I'm going to surpass him. Yeah. <laughs> but like friends with Goku or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Well, cause I, I know we were talking about this um on Iron Show. The other, other two things I wanted to ask you, which is the dead, first of all, we'll start here. The Deadpool 3 trailer, which mm -hmm. is, because uh, like, you know how everyone's using this thing because Matthew Vaughn brought the fact that he saw the movie because, you know, he has access to Ryan Reynolds, that bring their person, their friends. We saw the movie, and he said this will save the MCU. And everyone started running with, oh, can this save the MCU? The problem here, people need to understand, is it could, in theory, be a great movie. I'm not saying it couldn't be, right? In theory, it could be. The problem here is I think people are not understanding of what's coming after Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3, in theory, yes, could save the MCU for this year. Could. Very well could. But what's coming out later is the problem. It can only theoretically save the MCU right now. That's it. It can't save it later on. What do you have coming out? Like? Captain America 4, Thunderbolts. Blade, Fantastic Four. I mean, Avengers five and six. I they're counting their chickens before they hatch because even if Deadpool is fantastic, yeah, it makes a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. It'll do it once. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then the next movie, people people might be more willing to see it. It might make make more money. But even so, if they disappoint them with that one, then it's just going to be the it's domino gonna... effect all over again. And then mm -hmm. we're going to have the whole conversation about all oh, superheroes is a dead IP, guys. <laughs> we have to stop. No, I mean, you, you know just as well as I. We It's not that superheroes, the IP is dead. It's their shit. Yeah. Make better movies and people will watch. You know, yeah, having, I, I, look at Joker. I think it's just, <laughs> yeah. I think it's bad superhero movies that have contributed to fatigue because I think people don't really understand what what fatigue would be on a person if you aren't exposed to it enough. So the general person that I've seen bring this up is well, it's not bad super movies. This is bad movie fatigue. But most people 
have forgotten the line of concept right there. People are talking about not bad movies. They're talking specifically about just bad superhero movies. So that means people grew this mindset of, I got accustomed to good superhero movies. Okay, that, that's a very good thing. But now it's gotten to a point where they've gotten really bad. And we've gotten so much bad that that would be... that. Enough bad in a row will kill people's interest. This happens with every genre, man. You know this too. Happens with horror. Quality happens with western. Quantity. Yeah, yeah. Westerns. But westerns did have a revival a couple years ago. And it did actually. Dropped yeah. off. <laughs> but I was excited. Horror had that for a while. Remember, there was all these horror movies coming out for a long time. All these well, horror is very reboots. easy to make too. Yeah. It's just uh, people don't understand when you get enough bad of something and it's oversaturated, like. You remember back a few years ago when Emily Blunt said the reason why she wouldn't really want to be in Fantastic Four is because superhero market is just oversaturated. A lot of people were were flaming her, so, but she's not wrong. There's it's there's generally been an oversaturation of it to the point where at a certain point, if it starts getting bad, well, it's already oversaturated. You're gonna just be like, I'm out, or maybe you'll just be taking a break from it. Ms. Uh, you're you're a you're a my hero fan, right? I'm black. <laughs> did you see the live action my hero academia clip on youtube with the there is one bro ski wait warren rumble yes i'm gonna send it to you in dms right now you're gonna want to see this oh and lord that's what I, you know i i think if you're gonna make like a superhero thing it should be that kind of hype and that kind of quality you want sec. Oh, that's why I was going like that. It's because I had a uh, YouTube open. Good lord, what the heck? Sorry, everyone, if you're watching this live, my internet took a nosedive for a second because you know I was watching just way too much porn. Obviously, you know. Mm. Isn't that what the internet is for? Isn't that what Dave Chappelle told me? Hmm. I heard people say Dave Chappelle's not funny. Hmm. And I was sitting there going like, okay. Uh, nothing you say is worth anything at that point. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, that's... I think he's, I think he's hilarious. I think there are things yeah. that he's funny on, just like every, everything. There are things he's, he's funny mm -hmm. with, one things that aren't mine. But you know what? It doesn't take away from the, the, uh, the rest of what he does. I think there's a thing that I, I I'm going to try and improve on a bit more is being a little bit more entertaining. Cause I, I've, I've gotten this criticism throughout the years of being a little bit boring. And I told people, I don't disagree with you. I, I think I, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty just basic guy. You know? I, bro, I'm, I'm, I am so boring. I am so afraid that when I get to Vegas, people will be like, this dude's boring as shit. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. I am like, scared. Check your DMs, man. You're going to want to see this. Like, and because we're on Rumble, we can actually watch this. I don't really know how you could be more entertaining. Like, that's a hard thing, you know? Maybe I have to watch some stand-up comedians and see what they do because... Well, I'll, you can't I'll... force yourself to be anything. You just have to... It, it, you know, it'll it'll happen the more you have get experience. At least uh, at least that's my, my take on it. You're not going to sit there and be like, okay, be funny, and then all of a sudden be funny. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, practice and, you know... I mean, I said, we, uh... we, we don't do scripts... Right. If you did scripts, I could understand like, OK, practice, and, you know, you do that. But like, mm -hmm. just make jokes in your life and see if it works and just keep on going with it. Oof. Since my Internet's going a little funky right now, I'm going to have to watch this in my free time. Good do you Lord. want me to bring it up? Uh, let me see if. Yeah, you're going to have to bring it up. Okay, Internet's going a sec. little too gonna... slow at the moment. I'll screen share. Give me one sec. 18T is down. 
That spectrum is going through it right now. Holy motherfuck. Okay, and this is what I'm talking about by, like, good live action. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so bring it up if you can. Yeah. There you go. UA Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wait, wait. Hold oh, on, give me one sec. I think this is the wrong one. Uh, kick me out. Uh, don't uh, just minimize this screen real quick. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> he tried to show us LA. He tried to show us the comedy. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. That was the full thing. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. So uh, this is this is basically what they opened. And I guess they did that 15-minute one a little later. So mm -hmm. uh, MSK, you can definitely check it out. It's My Hero. I just looked up My Hero Academia live action. God. My Hero. That guy's black. No, he's Mexican. Dang it. This guy's a, a professional uh, stunt guy. It, it, really? This is just fantastic. You tell me if you want to see a movie like this after you're done. Looks pretty good compared to the budget they probably have. in a park, dude. I like it. Cool. Minorities fighting? Oh, I love it. Ugh. What is Hollywood lacking on? People are doing this in their parks. Like, I want to see more shit like this. Yeah, yeah, same here. The, I had um an idea for doing something like that. Uh, making movies like that with uh, some close friends that I have, actually. But it's hard to find people who actually get their button gear and do stuff. It's not... Yeah, that's a It's You can buy the gear, but the problem is getting the people involved. That's the that's the big issue because there's a few friends, people that I know that aren't gonna be doing that, like fighting randomly, like retardedly in a park in front of like oncoming cars coming. That's just not gonna happen with some people, you know. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's all baby steps, man. You find people who have the same passion you do, and it'll, it'll end up it'll end up working out. But they need to have yeah. the same kind of drive. What's the other thing I want to bring up? Oh, X Men ninety seven trailer drop. I got goosebumps when I first watched it because of the music, and then I continued watching it, and I got sad. <laughs> like, I watched it, I did my trailer reaction, and I was like, you know what? Honestly, didn't look that bad. Then, what really killed it for people was the social media aspect of it. That's what killed people. Yeah, I think immediately when they opened their big fat fucking mouse, everybody was like, oh, well, fuck, I guess that's it. 
I, I think what they need to do is go radio silent for social media. Like, let people say whatever they want, but like official accounts, shut your mouth till the thing comes out. You know, put out, put out pictures, put out, do, you know, do whatever you want, but shut your mouth when it comes to anything, you know, related to politics or anything like that. And just focus on the project. Because I think that was the biggest problem when it came to the X-Men 97 show that people didn't, unfortunately, get the gist of because they were probably at work, was the trailer drop. A lot of people were like, I don't know. I'm skeptical, but this doesn't look bad. This looks all right. Then you had, like, that X-Men fan account. It wasn't even by, like, Marvel or anything. I mean, it could be a Marvel Disney plant. Could be. Then then people were like, they, they found out Morph was like non-binary and it was people were like, okay, I'm not watching this. And they then the, the fan account, not the actual Disney Marvel people potentially, were like, well, then we don't need you. Don't watch. And it's like, oh my God. Like Disney and Marvel should definitely get accounts like that under wraps. Be like, hey, stop talking to people like that. But they don't because they like they see all that this it's bullshit. trending and then they go, oh, yeah. it's trending. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, not all like, PR is good PR. Like, I wonder if have people notice that when it comes to like any big IP now, whether it's DC, Marvel, anything, Star Wars, something like that. You have these like weird fan accounts. It'll be like, they'll be like, the bio's always the same source for everything X this. Then you have those, that, that account literally destroyed its credibility in less than 10 minutes. I saw it happen in real time. I don't think I've ever seen this meltdown. It's hard. Accounts like that are not supposed to give you their opinions. It's supposed to just report the news, articles relating to said property. The people went out of their way to be like, they literally started off their first sentence like that because they blocked me because I called them out on their bullshit. They were like, we don't normally give our opinions on to these be fair, MSK, you, you go hard, man. I've seen you. I, I've seen you go after them. You go, I'm like, he's right. But damn. Like, th- these people literally screw themselves over in one tweet. They're like, we don't give our opinions about other people's opinions. You're right. You shouldn't because you're a fucking news source. You don't just give your opinions. Your opinion is delivering me the news. Then I make my opinion. That's your that's your job. They're like, the blatant hatred and bigotry toward more this early. You're not supposed to give your opinion. We don't want to hear your fucking opinion. Like, what the fuck? These fan accounts are so cancer, the man. IP, man. I just want to sit there and enjoy the IP. I don't give a fuck about crazy people like mm-hmm. if it's good i'm happy if it's bad then oh, just call like it is yeah we're gonna start making money from from being like this is bullshit guys mm-hmm. and i told people hey i'm gonna watch it i've already told people back in the day when i had my original channel my my original podcast i, I was gonna watch it the problem here is you know what's crazy, dude? It could actually be good. It could be a very good show. The issue here is since the morph situation happened. Everyone's going to only talk about, well, I heard Morphus like this, so I'm not watching. It's like, well, you screwed over like a potentially huge amount of people that have wanted to consume the show, but they heard that. And it was like, just not good. It happened with a lot of the products that I've watched from Disney. It's like some of these actors and actresses screw over people watching it because they say I mean, something. Look at and Snow White, dude. Look what yeah. happened with Snow White. <laughs> oh, Snow White. Uh, well, she destroyed herself in real time. Yeah, I mean, you, if you need so an example, like if you're an actor or actress or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know your political opinion. If you're a good actor, let me watch it. That is it. That's all I mm-hmm. need to do. I, I think the problem was everybody's trying to shove their ideologies into everything. Right, yeah. And the, that's not what I'm there for. I'm there for, for an escape. I think that's why anime and manga do so well. It's because they're not shoving ideas, oh, unless they're translated into English. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're not really shoving ideas, you know, politically. They're, they're, they're good, bad. 
if you suck now, keep working at it. You'll get better. And that's yeah. Like manga, like, I'm pretty sure you watch anime enough as I did. There's politics in manga, but it's not the same that people keep bringing. They're like distasteful politics. It's look yeah. how bad politicians are. Right. It's right. Like, yeah. It's like uh, they always they always make them like fat, you know, <laughs> assholes. And you're like, yeah, dude, the politician just got. I I, I don't know. Have you seen Overlord? No. Bro, that's like one of the greatest animes of all time. Go watch it ASAP. Go watch it right now. So, like ASAP. Divorce your, like, divorce you're gonna, your you're wife. Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna DM me and be like, motherfucker, I can't believe I've never seen this before. Because like, I, 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 I did this video recently where I went over like all the issues of the reason why manga dominates, and this person's like, Do you think manga doesn't have politics? I was like, bruh. I never said that. All I said was when manga does have politics in their stories, they don't shove them down your throat. That's the, that's, it's like, okay, they understand this is the aspect of the world. You can make theories, you can infer, but they're not shoving that down your throat. Like, no, you need to believe that this nation is better because I'm a bigot. Like, bro, they don't, and they show like you that. the opposite of that. They show you the country. If countries are that, they're the bad guys. Yeah, it's always that. <laughs> I was like, I know there's politics in manga to a certain extent, but they keep it like in their universe politics. They're not putting like he, she pronoun bullshit in their stuff. Unless it's translated into English. Yeah. And it's been happening recently. And it's it's uh, enough to the point where I've actually turned off a few animes just because the English translation is shit. And like a, a lot of people were bringing up this thing. It's like, no, none of you guys have been bringing up that there are certain mangas that don't sell well. Oh my God, what a revelation. There's very popular IP that exists and others don't succeed as well as others. What are you even, what are you, you even saying? Are you just telling me how economics works? Some will succeed, some won't. What I the mean, fuck? I mean, you think about it this way, right? There are a lot of anime, uh, like, shows that only have one season, and they're, like, yeah. fucking amazing. And you're, like, why Why do I only have one season? Mm-hmm. That's because it didn't do too well. Or, like, the, the, the company shit. And these things happen. But, like, enjoy the good stuff and ignore the bad. Yeah, I remember there were some great 26-episode animes I watched when I was younger. Like, uh, X Cryed is fucking great. Samurai 7, Samurai Champloo, 26-episode animes, oh, 20 bro. minutes. Yeah. Sha- uh, Samurai Champloo era, I remember when that came out because I oh, was in another country hmm. at, at this time and everybody was ripping everything. So mm-hmm. Samurai Champloo, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, the one with Samuel L. Jackson, what was that one? Oh, it was Afro Samurai. Yeah. Afro Samurai. You remember that era? Mm-hmm. That shit was so good, dude. I was yeah. like, I didn't really watch anime. Like, I watched Dragon Ball Z, but stopped <laughs> watching because yeah. every power up took a whole fucking season, and I was like, I ain't got time for this shit. I don't want to watch anime. <laughs> and I recently got back into it, um, like around the uh, around the pandemic. And my brother's like, Hey, have you ever seen Dragon Ball? I'm like, Yeah, that shit takes forever. He's like. Uh, so you haven't seen Super. I'm like, what, what the fuck is that? And he showed oh, me, and I was like, yes, this is so good. <laughs> but do you do you read the Dragon Ball Super manga right now? Uh, I don't have the space for the manga, and I don't have the attention span to sit down for it. The only the only manga that I actually own is <laughs> um, shit. Now I'm forgetting the name. It's the 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 izakai where uh, the whole class gets izakai'd and the kid mm-hmm. falls down the pit, gets his arm bitten off, and then he starts eating, you know, 
Oh my god. It's, Do you not know this one? No. It's not like some goblin slayer shit. Holy uh, shit. No, I, well, I can't watch goblin like a, a lot of the ones that like are heavily with like sexual stuff, I kinda like skip. I just I, it's not my it's not yeah. my jam. So I'll like watch it, but like I'll skip those kind of parts. Hmm. What other because like that's the thing, I I want to start doing um manga chapter reviews. I know my hero academia is nearing its end. It, it ju- just dropped no. like chapter one, like a uh, four fifteen. Yeah. Don't tell me that you're gonna make me cry. Ugh, man, that's why I've been kind of staying off the manga for a bit because I, I I I would constantly consume it every single week up to it. So I was like, damn, we're about to get to the end of this. Now, Hirokoshi did say that we're gonna be getting like what? Are you uh, fuerte? Are you fuerte? That's what it was called. Uh, are you fuerte from commonplace to world's strongest? That's the only like a uh, manga that I have. Just physically, yeah, yeah. I, I actually liked it the Crazy. first season so much that I went mm. out and bought it. Good lord, yeah. That that's the thing when it comes to the Shonen Jump app. If you want to consume mangas, just to get the Shonen Jump app. That's that's what I have because you know, uh, I could just read the chapters there, and if I like the manga, I could just buy it. You know, but for the most part, I buy physical manga books anyway. I have plenty of My Hero Academia manga. I should have got them all in order. At a single point, I was just buying from the fights that I liked from the manga where it was at. But man. I want to just do so much more. There's so much that I want to do, but I haven't been able to do it yet because I have well, to I mean, allocate my time to doing something first. Right now, like the only like comics I really have are is uh, is um, Eric July's uh, comic book and uh, Are You Birthday, and I think that's pretty much it. Uh, and, and I lost a lot of stuff when I moved. Like I moved a lot, so I've lost a lot of stuff. Yeah, because you bought um, Isom Number One, didn't you? Thank you. Yeah, Isom, and I and I have the shirt too. Like, uh, that that's a great comic. So like, I bought it. So I I actually have that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I read it. I reviewed it. I enjoyed it. Actually, I thought I was about to read the fucking worst thing ever. The way people were talking about it, but no, I had read it, and I liked. I enjoyed it. I read Isom too. I don't know if I prefer one or two more. It just depends. You know how I feel on the day. Alpha Core is pretty solid. We did reviews of. Uh, and Jupiter. Them. I have Jupiter from Jason Sandberg. Jupiter. Oh, Professor tried to get me on that last night. I, have no, I don't have a Jupiter book, actually. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, it also comes with a Legion of Memers license to meme card. So. Told me the same thing. Yep. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord, Jason. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing, man, is there's so much to do, and you just got to just, you know, get out there. I and I, I don't normally team up like that. That's the first time we've ever done that. That, you know, I think it turned out pretty well. That's kind of cool. You know, a lot fans, I, I think like crossovers like that to a certain degree, you know? Well, like, oh, I, I mean, if Eric July was like, Hey, you want to do something? I'd, I'd probably like jump up for joy, but, uh, wait, wait, hold on. You would work with a black man. What the heck? I mean, if he'd work with a Jew, <laughs> I heard you guys are two marginalized groups. Actually, you guys are created for an allegory for racism. It's okay. Everybody hates us either way, so you know we're both on equal footing right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, and what was the other thing I wanted to bring up? Which was yeah, for me, I can see why people just read manga and watch anime more. It's like you just deal with less of that bullshit, and even if you somehow were a little bit in the know of like the creators and stuff like that. Most of the time, it's no one cares though. Like even like, people have said some things about e- e, uh, One Piece creator. He's like a socialist, whatever. No one cares though. It's it, still it's, a good manga. It's still a good show. Yeah, what like 
Like, nobody cares. Like, no one knows what Masashi Kishimoto's politics are. I don't give a fuck, actually. I don't, I don't know what Hirokoshi's politics are for My Hero Academia. I don't give a fuck, personally, you know? The reason why we care about it in the comic space is because people make it apparent that's who they are. And it's like, if you didn't talk about it like that, no one would care, you know? It's a little bit more of a flipped personality uh, when it comes to some of these guys. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't. That, like, I really don't give a shit about people's politics. Uh, you know, yeah. if, if it's a good book, it's a good book. If it's a shit book, or if you know, I get the book, I'm happy. So, well, since we both read I Someone, uh, what did you like about I Someone? Actually, I enjoyed the story. I liked the art. Um, it kind of uh, absorbed me into it. I like books that like because I don't sit down too much. And, and like read, I, I like things that just keep me to my seat. You know what I'm saying? It kind of reminded me a little bit of like the static, old static shock kind of feeling. Uh, the my my favorite part of the book, or several favorite parts, but the the one I absolutely enjoyed, the one I like flipped to toward the very end of the book is when he gets the suit and the guy he's talking to gives him his suit. I think that's my. Favorite Yo, part of the I am book. fucking psyched about the uh, the uh, animation coming out too. Yeah, I, have you had a chance to get? Oh, forgot you're saving up money. You probably haven't got Isom tour Alpha Core. No, no, no. Too. I I've stayed away from spoilers as well. So yeah, so just with I I I someone, uh, you know, how people were talking about like, oh, the guy disrespected him, so he wanted to fight him. That's it's not really how that played out. But I tell people, guys who get disrespected, do a lot worse to other people in different countries. Just first of all, go to Afghanistan, go to a bar there, bump a guy, just bump him. And just, he'll feel disrespected and he might shoot you. People are like, but that's wrong. Yeah, he'll more likely stab you. Yeah, yeah, it's like, people who get disrespected, guys who get disrespected could easily fuck, there's some people that'll kill you for it. People, like, don't like that, honestly, you know? Like, nah, it's sorry, that, camera's going off, it's a bit hot here. Oh, it's okay. Like, the people that criticize the book, you could just tell they didn't read it. They just make up like just lies. I'm like, this didn't happen. This just legitimately didn't happen in this book at all. You are a crackhead, actually. See, that's what I, it, it's, it's a problem. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing we can really do about it, but enjoy it ourselves. Like, mm. my memory is absolute dog shit. So I'll never remember something exactly. I'll remember how something made me feel, though. You know? Like, I, I, I need something to make me feel uplifted and, you know, at the end, be like, oh, that was good. Like, uh, Shad's book, right? I, I listened to uh, when I was doing a drive from uh, New York to where I live. So it was, like, basically halfway across the country and back. And I I enjoyed every second of it. But do I remember everything 100%? No, not really. I just remember the parts and how it made me feel. Um, I really enjoyed that. I'm actually going to listen to it again. I want the hardcover, though. Yeah, because when I read I Someone, I factor in... Sometimes I, I go back over to my dresser, because before I get, like, shelves in here for all my comic books and my omnibu omnibuses and manga, I just sometimes grab I Someone and just read it again from start to finish. I just enjoyed yeah, I, it. Rewatchability uh, re re is probably one of the best things out of, like, good comics. Like I could watch, I could read uh, Superman All Star like over and over again. All Star Superman, I have that book. Having a chance to, I don't know where I put it, so I don't know 
where uh, I, you know there's uh, an animated uh, version of it which is pretty good. It's hmm. not like perfect, but it's it's also very good. DC was doing very very well in the animated space for a long time, and then it started. Yeah, now it's all coming to an end with um Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, I I have the I bought the first one, and you know I enjoyed it. It's a bit jumpy for me, but like mm-hmm. whatever. I've read the comics too, so. Because hmm. I think um, James Gunn wants to do the whole like everything ties in like TV, animation, video games. I mean, movies. they cancel. They, they uh, WP doesn't want other IPs clashing with their IPs, so they canceled Superman and Lois. May, yeah, uh, I I watched Superman and Lois. I watched the first two seasons. I hadn't had a chance to watch. I, I enjoyed the yet. first season. I haven't seen the second one. I like the first season. You, you saw it was good. Well, really I, I remember how, uh, like, I don't remember everything in there, but I remember mm-hmm. how the, the guy who played Superman made me feel. And I was like, that is Superman. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, the CW head guy, he was like, well, they don't want a competing IP. And it's like, bruh, Warner Bros. just loves doing stupid shit. They literally have another Bat... By the time we're going to have another Batman in the DCU, and we have Matt Reeves's batman it's like i get it for batman he gets like you know special privileges i i, I get it at this point you know because if they don't want a competing superman but they want a competing batman it's like this is why people just should just stop giving out those interviews they, they legitimately are literally so out of touch with other things going on you know i just for the life that's what i said like don't say anything what the fuck's going on. Comes out. don't do any interviews don't do you know only do interviews leading up to it and talk about the movie and the movie only, not about uh, identity politics. I, I don't, you know, tell me about the movie. I want to talk about the movie. Yeah, so. that's the thing. I want to make sure we're doing like a, I, I, on Wednesday, Top G's for the most part. Other shows might adopt this format very soon where we're going to like, you know, have people just uh, watch a movie or watch a TV show. We'll pick one or whatever. And we'll just. Oh, can you give people homework? <laughs> so, but you know, but to be fair, we, we, we can not only clip out the movie review, upload it. We start from the very beginning of whatever series up, up, up to the newest point. You know, it might get worse or better depending on which series you're going through. But it just, you know, just gives a time of like, everyone talks about the news going on, which is fine. I talk about the news too. I like talking about the news. It's just, you know, I would like to also discuss what's happening in the content too. Like, is this performance very good? Was the soundtrack good? You know, just things like that. You know, I think they're pretty cool. You Actually. know, uh, if you want to make videos on that, I'd recommend maybe hopping on like a discord call or doing or doing exactly what we're doing now and then watching the show and then recording it and then clipping it i hate you why would i ever talk to you you're a jew <laughs> <laughs> i am so bad at discord man that's the thing though. i'm terrible well i don't it. use discord i i actually once a week i, I get together with somebody else and we you know, we'll watch anime and we'll talk talk about it and, you know i uh, we enjoy it i haven't recorded it yet because it's you know, I can't have my mask on for the entire thing, but you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I have to wrap it up here in a little bit. Got two last things to ask you, which is first thing, got any big plans for Legion of Memers this year on your YouTube and Rumble accounts too, outside of the FNT meetup that you're going to be going to. That is the biggest thing right now that the projects I'm going to be working on. Uh, I do like once we have more members and subscribers, I want to start giving, you know, back to the community, do different giveaways mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, the problem is uh, I can't cover all the shows that I want to cover. I'd like to ideally 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, cover shows live on Rumble and then clip it, you know, after I've made the memes and everything that and put it on YouTube. But uh, I, I need to talk to creators about that first. Some are okay with it, some are not. So, um, and and that's pretty much it. I, I have a really good producer, Extra Zero. Shout out to him if he's watching. Mm -hmm. He gets some fantastic guests on, and you know, hopefully, we'll just continue to do that. And you know, slowly but surely, I'll start putting out my own content on my dead channel, uh, Superman. If he wasn't scared of green rocks on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, it's dead, so don't just you don't have to subscribe to it now. Just go subscribe to my Twitter, and and you'll get all that information. And and I mean, the Legion is almost at five thousand on Twitter. I'm, I'm sitting here like, holy shit, dude, that's crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. My whole screen went black. The fuck happened? <laughs> I, I I became darkness for about five minutes. I mean, if, if we we need to expand more to, in order for things, you know, better things to get done. But, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, get the ball rolling on everything and, you know, we'll see what happens. I want to give back to the community. I want to help people out. Yeah, That's all I want to do. Well, and the last thing I'll ask you is uh, any shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular and anything else you want to say before we head out? Oh, I mean, first of all, shout out to you because I like, hate you. Most Friday nights, I you know I'm I'm busy, but like I'll be like, "Yo, MSK, send me the link," and then and you'll then be, I'll like, be like, yeah, "No, he's you, cool motherfucker," and then you'll send it to me, and then I'll hop on. So shout out <laughs> to the creators that make themselves available when I'm like, "Yo, uh, I got time. You mind if I hop on?" And they say yes. yeah. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody who's watching uh, the Legion members channel and who's subscribed to it. Uh, you guys mm -hmm. don't know how much it means, and especially the members. Um, you're making a lot of stuff possible. Sure, you know, mm -hmm. we're on the low end, but, you know, everybody that comes in and supports, um, you guys absolutely rock. Let's think, though. Gary and as they've mentioned Legion of Mimir stuff on their streams and stuff like that, so it's not like you're not, like, not known, you know? Oh, no, we're, we're certainly known, but, uh, you, know, you know, we have a long way to go, and, you know, I hope everybody's going to be here for the journey, because... We were birthed out of Friday Night Tights. And, you know, we're, we've been growing steadily and surely quicker than mm -hmm. most people, which is fantastic. You know, without without the community, we would not exist. So that's true. And hopefully, anime, hopefully anime we make manga you guys proud. Yes. I mean, I don't have any you know skills with comics, but like maybe a Legion of Memers comic at some point. But we'll, we'll see. Mm. <laughs> I had the skills for that. I got to get somebody <laughs> who actually has skills. You gotta get stick figures drawn automatically. That's how oh, you know. Works. I can, funny enough, because I know editing, I can actually do that. <laughs> if you, I, I was say if you, if people didn't have the backlash to AI that they do, would you make a full AI uh, Legion of Mimir's comic book? Actually, uh, no, I'd get Kenzo to make a cartoon. Okay, yeah. Uh, like there are a lot of things I want to do, but I want to make sure I pay people for their time, and that you know that needs to come at, mm -hmm. at a certain point. You know, once we grow. We can no, start doing pay that. People. Then, you know? Why would you pay people? Just take all those sponsorship money. Yeah, for one of the things that really bugs me is like, you know, when big <laughs> creators aren't paying, you know, the small creator, they just let them do free labor. It kind of bugs me. But, you know, I, I, I know not everybody can afford everything. But, you know, if you can't afford <laughs> it, like, well, pay, pay people. <laughs> Fucking pay people. No, no, don't pay people. Just give me all your uh and this is coming from a Jew, man. If the cheap Jew is telling you to pay people, fucking pay people. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you, you do um the anime watching with Tiny, I think, on Fridays, right? 
Yeah, that is my Sabbath tradition now. Oh, good Lord. Why do you want to spend time with a Jewish woman? What the heck? Uh, I mean, I'm just enjoying because she's never seen Overlord either. So I'm oh. watching Overlord with her. And you're going to watch One Piece for her, right? I've already seen. I, uh, there are a lot of animes I, I've stopped watching just because uh, my brother's not here with me right now, but I normally just mm-hmm. watch it with him. So I'm not caught okay. up 100% on One Piece, but we caught up in October. So I'm missing everything from, I think, October. Yeah, see, animes like that are so big. But at least when you watch animes like that, unlike Marvel and DC, when you start at episode one, that's that's the character you're following throughout the no, entire I enjoy I enjoy seeing her reactions to things I've already seen because I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then I see somebody <laughs> else's reaction to it. It's like watching somebody watch a reaction, you know? Like, I have something for Tiny. I told her I'm going to get it to her, but the re- it was going to come last year. But I was like, you know what? I'm, I I got to do it better because this is going to be way more bang for your buck than what I would have already sent her, you know? So mm. I got something planned for her. And she's she's a, she thinks she's Pirate King. And it's like, no, you be a Pirate Queen. You can't be a king as a woman. That doesn't exist, actually, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I'm Maybe she's. I always tell her she's secretly probably Usopp, even though I'm like she's actually. <laughs> well, I mean, Usopp got jacked. So, fucking with Usopp got jacked. I was like, yeah, my boy. Oh god. Well, yeah, man, it was great uh, talking to you once again. And anybody who is um, watching and listening to the show. Uh, now at this point, for the Iron Man podcast or the Cloud Nine podcast, remember. All the episodes have been uploaded in order. So uh, I'm going to do a video about this very soon. The podcast schedule and the uh, podcast watching and listening order for anyone that's going to be new and future uh, viewers of the show. Uh, At this point now, when these shows are over, I can download them from my StreamYard account. And then I just upload them to the podcasting platforms. And I think... That is something other people need to do as well. Put your podcast out there for, unlike Spotify, for people to watch them. You know, it's another audience to tap into. I've been having a great time doing it. So, And if you can't do that, use YouTube for marketing. I know some shows aren't yeah. YouTube friendly, but find the YouTube friendly parts, flip them out, and put them on YouTube. That's true. Yeah, good Lord. Why are you so smart and hot and sexy and good looking? Uh, I know. I mean, <laughs> I looked in the today i didn't see that but thank you (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see you guys later have a great night everybody peace